NFL is back. What is going on, guys? We are here to break down the Hall of Fame game showdown slate. We got Jacksonville. We got the Raiders. I'll do my best to um, kind of talk player by player. What, what can you expect for playing time? You know, what position is maybe a little bit safer to target? What position is riskier to target? We'll do all that in this video. Uh, but first, uh, real quick, I did want to thank everyone who reached out to me uh, in previous video. You know, it was it was definitely hard to make, but um, you know, you guys made my day, made my week. So so many people reached out, whether it be in the YouTube comment section, you know, on Discord and Twitter, uh, via text message. Um, so just wanted to thank everyone seriously, and just know there's a lot of people going through similar stuff. So um, don't be afraid uh, to reach out to someone, but. Uh, yeah, like I said, NFL football is back, guys. Now, again, it's only the Hall of Fame game. It's it's probably not going to be a super exciting game to watch. Uh, as far as Vegas totals, uh, it's it's a low, low score, projected to be low-scoring game, as most of the Hall of Fame games have been. 30.5-point uh, spread. Uh, the Raiders are currently uh, one-point favorites. But I will be offering Patreon content for the NFL preseason. We had a really good NFL preseason last year, hoping to keep that going. Uh, but wait, so I'll do my first, I'll do my pitch of what you see from a majority of DFS content providers and, you know, your price pick, bro. So you guys ready for that? All right. Sign up for my content. Guaranteed winners, bro. Winners, winners, winners. That's all we do. We don't do losers. It's the best deal in the industry. Now, here's my actual pitch. So, preseason DFS. It has definitely gotten tougher. Right, five six years ago, you had starters that we knew were not going to play that were like forty percent owned. Right, so it's definitely gotten tougher. The field has gotten sharper, but there's still an edge. Right, there's still an edge of you know just deep dive into all these players and looking on Twitter, just trying to find any piece of news possible um, because there's just not many people that cover the preseason uh, NFL. There's going to be a few sites that cover it, and they will sway the ownership. So. There's, there's a lot of variance in preseason uh, DFS. And, you know, if a couple of the sites are really pushing a few players, well, you kind of know who's going to be popular, right? And I think that the good way to go about building a lineup is, I don't think you have to get too different. I don't think you have to play like six wide receivers or anything, but uh, maybe get different in one or two spots from, you know, uh, a few players that maybe aren't mentioned as much. So, and I'll do my best to break it all down for you guys. Um, what's included on Patreon, uh, roster construction videos, private live stream. We'll talk about everything right before up until lock, you know, going over every single piece of news possible, player pool, uh, discord access, all that good stuff. So again, guys, there's no guaranteed winners. I'm not going to BS you, but if you are interested in signing up for the preseason package, it is linked down below. All right. So let's talk about, uh, let's get into it. Um, also, uh, prize picks, they don't they don't have contest up for it yet, but they will have NFL preseason stuff. I would say probably maybe later tonight or into tomorrow. So if you guys are a new uh, user, you can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. I'll be tweeting out some plays, posting some plays in the Discord as well. Um, so again, if you guys are interested, make sure to use that code. But uh, let's get into it. So let's start off with the Jacksonville side. So Let's go over what we know so far for Jacksonville. So Trevor Lawrence and um, Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne won't play, and um, C.J. Beathard won't play as well. 
So that's pretty big news. Um, Luton will start and play a lot, according to Coach Doug Peterson. So let's take a look at the depth chart. Oh, and then also the, the last thing I wanted to mention is with preseason uh, DFS, so at least for like at least the first uh, few games, defenses are definitely the safest position to target, right? They're going to be on the field the entire time, you know, kind of followed by quarterback slash running back, depending on, you know, how deep they are the positions like for example jacksonville they're only gonna have two quarterbacks playing uh in this game on thursday so uh i think both quarterbacks you can look to with confidence um and if for example like one team maybe only had like three healthy running backs well then you could go to those running backs with confidence so they had like eight healthy running backs and then not so much so you kind of get the idea there uh the riskiest position to target definitely wide receiver and tight end um now wide receiver is probably the position that has the most upside but it's high risk, and there's so many wide receivers in every team that it's kind of like a shot in the dark. So I'm not saying you can't play the wide receivers. You can definitely still target some wide receivers. It's just going to be a lot riskier. They have a much, much lower floor. Okay, so as we said, at quarterback, no Lawrence, no C.J. Beathard. So we got Luton starting, followed by a USFL legend, Kyle Sloter. So if you guys follow me USFL content, there's actually a few guys on this slate from the USFL. Um, so Luton and Sloter, I think are both very, very safe targets here would expect, you know, maybe half and half, maybe even a little bit more for Luton. Again, we don't have specifics. He just said Luton's going to play a lot. So does that mean three quarters? Does that mean a half? Not sure. We might get more uh, news on that as we get closer to game time on Thursday. Again, that'll be all posted over on Patreon as we get those updates. But I think Luton and Sloter, both good options. Um, you know, Sloter was really banged up in the USFL, so he couldn't run a lot, but he is a mobile quarterback. And, you know, it's been, what, like at least a month since the USFL is over. So maybe he's gotten healthier. Maybe he uh, can provide a little bit of that rushing upside as well. Now, running back, again, no ETN. Um, don't expect James Robinson to play. Let's just take a look at the depth chart. So we actually have, have it up here somewhere. Here we go. So this was from yesterday. Um, Jaguars uh, tweeted out their depth chart. So... If you look at running back, again, ETN, James Robinson, the top two. Uh, they do have rookie Snoop Connor as number three, and then kind of the rest of the running backs listed behind him. Uh, so, again, I don't expect, uh, or ETN won't play. I don't expect Robinson to play. Uh, then you have uh, Snoop Connor, who uh, has an impressive camp. If you take a look, you know, I was looking at an article. Uh, Connor had a very, very good day the other day. Uh, Peterson was a little bit more reserved coach. He said it's only one day. You know, you need to see back-to-back -back days, but... Uh, from what I've seen on Twitter, uh, he has impressed so far in training camp. So uh, Snoop Connor, rookie running back, expect to get a decent chunk of work here. Uh, I think he makes for a pretty safe play. Now, here's the thing. Now, here's kind of like the GPP mindset. So I, I would assume these top sites like, you know, Establish for Run and other sites like that, they're going to be pushing a guy like Snoop Connor. So he's probably going to be really popular. And I'm not saying he's a bad play. Just know, like... He's a guy, rookie running back, that's probably going to get a lot of ownership. So, you know, could you go to a sergeant instead of him for much less ownership? Sure, right? You definitely could. So, yeah, Connor definitely stands out. Um, and then Armstead and Sargent are the other two running backs kind of fighting for the number three position. Um, and, again, I think Armstead and Sargent. Armstead, third-year veteran, Sargent, second-year guy. I think they get much less ownership, but uh, expect them to get, you know, decent workload as well. So Armstead, Sergeant, Connor, all the guys I'm looking to here are running back. 
Uh, Cottrell is the guy at the bottom of the depth chart. Um, again, he'd probably be my last uh, guy I would look to, but he also probably gets very, very little ownership on this slate. Now, moving on to wide receiver. Again, wide receiver is just the tough part, right? Because, like the Jags, let's see, how many wide receivers do they have? They have 13 wide receivers. Now, I've been doing some digging on every one. Basically, what I've been doing is just Twitter searching every one of these wide receivers, trying to find out, you know, just any kind of any any piece of news. Uh, you know, have these guys been impressing in training camp? And um, again, looking at the depth chart, you have a couple guys that have uh, you know made some impressions. Uh, looking at Twitter and just you know from looking at this depth chart, so um, you have Tim Jones that is actually listed it with the second unit, Cotton, um, Kevin Austin listed uh, with the third unit. So I think those guys. Definitely viable. Tim Jones, again, no, uh, I forgot to mention this too. Everyone's the same price, so price does not matter. We had Jones, Cotton, Austin. Those are all guys kind of look working with the second, third unit. Um, those are all guys that expect to get a decent chunk of work here. Um, again, starters, I don't expect to play much at all. Maybe, you know, some of these top-end guys get like one series, but uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Definitely looking at more of the backups here at wide receiver. But like I said, High risk, high reward plays. Tight end, it's really hard to feel confident in any of these guys. Don't think we see much of Evan Ingram. I don't think we see a ton of Dan Arnold either. Manhurst is more the blocking uh, tight end. So, and they still have three other tight ends on the roster. Just really hard to go there. Now, the kicker, certainly, certainly in play. Santoso, he's the only kicker on the roster. And then, like I said, the Jaguars defense. It's going to be a low scoring game, most likely. The defense is going to be on the field the entire game. Very, very safe play. I'm moving on to the Raiders. So the Raiders, like digging in on Twitter, there's not a ton out there right now, uh, but I would expect the Raiders kind of play this the same as um, the Jaguars. Of They sit most likely a, a majority of the starters and maybe even some of the backups as well. So you have four quarterbacks on the roster right now in Carr, Mullins, Garbers, and Stidham. I would be shocked if Derek Carr plays. Nick Mullins is a veteran quarterback that I just don't think we need to see a ton from. So you might see a lot of Garbers and Stidham. Now, Stidham, if you guys remember preseason, well, like 2018, 2019, he was on the Patriots. He was a guy that I think I played like every single slate. Uh, he looked good out there a few years ago for the Patriots. He is a guy that does have some rushing upside. He put some good stats, stats in the preseason as well. So definitely intrigued by Stidham. Again, Garbers, I expect to get a good chunk of work as well. Maybe you see a little bit of Nick Mullins, but like I said, I think we see a lot of Garbers and Stidham. Now, running back, like I said, there's not a ton out there right now. We'd be pretty surprised if guys like Jacobs and Kenny and Drake play. But looking at the rest of this roster, you have like veterans. So how much are these veterans going to play, right? Amir Abdullah, Brandon Bolden, those are guys that have been in the NFL for a while. Bolden, more of a special teams guy. Abdullah, you know, a, a scat back, good pass catcher. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure how much those guys are going to play. Now, you have rookie Zamir White, who another guy that if he ends up playing, will probably get a good chunk of ownership. Um, he was out for a bit, but he did uh, return to practice a couple days ago. And when he's been out there, he has impressed. So definitely a guy that I like, assuming that he plays. I think a guy that will pick up a good chunk of ownership as well. Uh, and then you have Jacob Johnson, who's more of a fullback. And uh, lastly, Britton Brown, who uh, did, he was not at practice yesterday. So keep an eye on that. Like I said, we could have a situation where maybe the Raiders are thinner running back than we think. Um Again, there's a couple days into game time. And like I said, all these updates will be posted on Patreon. And then you have McCormick, who was on the IR there for the Raiders. Moving down to wide receiver. So 
Again, topping guys like Adams, Renfro, don't expect them to play much. Keelan Cole, Robinson, Matt Collins, these are all guys that have been pressed in training camp. They're all pretty high on the depth chart. If you take a look at the Raiders depth chart right now, uh, you do have Adams, then Renfro, then Robinson, Keelan Cole, Matt Collins. So they're the top five guys. Again, Holland, since he is the fifth guy right now, maybe he does see a little bit more work than those other four guys. So a little bit of interest there. And then you're kind of getting to the end of the bench, guys. So uh, some names that are familiar here. Tyrone Johnson, he was on the Chargers uh, preseason last year. Um, he's a guy that should get a good chunk of work here in this game, would expect at least. Uh, Justin Hall, DJ Turner, viable as well. And then you have another name that you recognize from the USFL, Isaiah Zuber. Um, he was pretty good uh, for Houston in the USFL uh, this year. So big body wide receiver. Um, again, expect him to get a, a decent chunk of work. So uh, those are the receivers we probably look to there. And then, yeah. Tight end, don't think we see much of Waller at all or Foster Moreau. I'll mention, I think my favorite tight end play is probably Jacob Hollister, a guy that I think they have him listed number three right now in the depth chart. I still don't think I can pull the trigger on him. Yeah, he's number three in the depth chart, and they have six tight ends, so it's just really hard when you have, like, usually only one tight end in the field at the time, maybe two. So it's still going to feel uh it's still going to be hard to target any of these guys but i guess if they had to pick one tight end in the slate it probably would be hollister who is a decent pass catching tight end and then you have uh, again kicker uh daniel carson carlson totally fine playing him again he'll have some opportunities and finally the raiders defense who uh, again they'll be on the field the entire game so definitely a safe uh, option i forgot to mention too austin walter he was picked up a couple days ago he's more of a scat back uh, but expect him to get a good chunk of work in, in this game as well. So another viable option at running back there for the Raiders. But yeah, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for the video. So uh, like I said, if you guys are interested in the more in-depth content, go check out my Patreon listed down below. We'll be covering all the preseason NFL slates. And we get, it's going to be a busy month, guys. We have preseason, there's games like Thursday to Sunday, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There's slates every day. So going to be a lot of action for the preseason. Uh, it's going to be fun. Excited to watch these games. I'm excited for NFL uh, to be back. So, again, if you guys do enjoy these videos, just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Appreciate it, all you guys. Really, really do. And I'll see you all in the next video.